Podcast greater than yourself. My name is John Barleycorn. <laughs> and I am Fred. There you go. Pretending to be Clay. <laughs> that was so uncomfortable. <laughs> and uh, sorry. With us this week, we have our returning guest, our friend D. Are you doing ID. the pause thing? Or are you? I oh yeah, I was doing the pause thing also. Okay, I was like, how did he forget that we were doing the podcast? <laughs> but thanks, thanks for wait, having wait, me here. Wait, let me introduce you again, then, and you can do the you can do the pause thing. Okay, ready? With us again, we have D. Hi, how are you? I was doing the pause thing. <laughs> I love that he did like the the quietest. <laughs> I mean, it like a satisfying thinking, sip of coffee. I, I was thinking. I wish we could release video of that. I know. <laughs> That'll be on our Patreon. You 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 can use it if you if if you want. If you, I mean, I I don't know if you're recording also video. I'm not. I I, I don't mind going by my real name, Diego, uh, because first of all, it's not like. I'm a personality, and <laughs> for my three or a couple of friends that are going to listen, it doesn't right. matter. They already know they are me, and nobody in the United States or right. worldwide knows who I am. So, because I'm just one regular Joe. So, right. <laughs> oh, that could have been another cool name regular Joe. <laughs> regular Joe. Joe. We'll yeah. see. I think maybe uh, the yeah, point. Yeah, you can go by Diego. Right. The point of the fake name might be missed on some people. Uh, mm-hmm. The point is partially to, you know, remain anonymous. But, I mean, after season two, none of us are, are anonymous. But right. really the point is it's just the shtick of the show, you know. Yeah. It's just part, now, of, the, part of the gag. Now I just love that, like, the creativity with which people... <laughs> And I also enjoy, I also enjoy that people like, I can tell people put thought into it and I can tell that I can see them sitting at home thinking about it. Like, right. What's my fake? Like they're probably flipping through the book, trying to find just the right, perfect name, you know? Right. <laughs> I also appreciate somebody like Diego just showing up and me like, just, just make me D. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which shows like, what? I just don't care at all. <laughs> The, the thing is that I, I, I every time the, the 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 word D or the letter D was mentioned, I felt uncomfortable. So <laughs> I was like, well, it, it sounds very strange." So yeah, I, I I'd rather go with Diego. All right, if that's okay, Diego so it that, is, <laughs> with the purpose of not confusing anonymity. So, which brings us to our topic for the day. Um, this week's topic is sobriety coins aren't actually helping anyone. 
and then I'm doing the pause thing now. <laughs> we are all doing the pause right now. That was a good one. That was in unison. Um, I think that I think that we talked about doing one with this topic like a year ago or something. I know that we've all had conversations at different times about this, but I know when this season was coming up, this was this was one of the first solid uh, episode ideas mm-hmm. that I had on my list. And Diego, you were the you were the one that we wanted to do it with from the beginning. So I don't know if that's just kind of why it's in my head, but I th- I'm pretty sure me and you if not all of us have had a conversation together about this issue and about how it's sort of obfuscating the whole point of the program by, you know, introducing these artificial milestones as being something that's important or useful. Right. Yeah. Like, um, you said that, what, how, how did you introduce the episode? No, what is it? Sobriety oh, uh, coins aren't helping oh, anyone? Or Supri- well, sobriety I mean coins the, aren't actually helping anyone. The good folks over at um, aarecoverychips.com maybe have an argument about that. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. their I think, entire I think business you, model is right. based on... They're, they're making so. a living is what you're saying. But I, th- I, think that, <laughs> I think that if you add in what that like the cost of them making a living is then maybe it would balance out <laughs> okay right. fair enough fair enough you, you i i i can follow your cue i i feel more comfortable if i if i follow your cue so that's why my pauses you know I, i'm waiting maybe <laughs> for you to say something else or inviting me to step in but i i uh i have to invite it myself that's okay and <laughs> I, I, about this coin or chip, sobriety coin stuff uh, issue, I, I did a little research, you know, first Google. Then I, 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 I applied like this uh, poll or, uh, you know, in the, the, the word uh, like service. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a with some AA members that I I I, I that I know, uh, some friends of mine, a lot of them, and uh, that have been for a while in the in the fellowship, and I asked them a question of like, what 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 do you think about uh, I I I I talked about everything, you know that. I was invited to a podcast, and this is going to be the the, the title of the of, of the episode. And um, I asked them, like, uh, I, I I want to 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 make a survey about what different uh, fellows of the fellowship, uh, what what are their thoughts about this, you know, about sobriety coins. I asked them if, if, if you, uh, what, what's your opinion? Do they help? Do they not help? Nothing to do with this. Uh, in favor or against it? Uh, a medular part of the recovery? Or has nothing to do with recovery? Can you give me your opinion? And can I have you, do I have your permission to, to mention it? And I also looked up for coin and chip in the big book 
and I, I was uh, well. Maybe we can get into that later. But that, that's what I what, what I what I uh, what I did prior to the to, to to the recording of this podcast. So you did you did your research. That's what I'm trying to say. That I'm a good <laughs> student, and I uh, I did my research. Great, old star for you. Yeah, that's going to be a good balance because I'm pretty sure me and Fred are just going to come in and uh, shit on a bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so you can you can bring in like an, an academic <laughs> slant to things. Um, what what intrigues me about this is that from my from my experience going to meetings. Um, as a newcomer and even today as a person who's been recovered for years, um, when I go to a new meeting, I often have the experience of walking in there and being presented with the, the whole theme of the gathering is that we've all come to like pat each other on the back mm. and give each other trinkets to celebrate a certain amount of days without a drink. And to me, even when I wasn't recovered uh, and I was actively drinking and I was struggling to string together even like 24 hours without a drink, I was also a grown up. So. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So like, mm -hmm. I, like w when I would go to a meeting and somebody's like, you know, they kind of open with this big ceremony of like, does anyone, you know, and it's like this whole thing and they're like clapping and it, and it seems very important to me that always presents as this, like, uh, the opposite of depth and weight. Does that make sense? You know, mm, like it seems yeah. very flimsy and corny and like, mm -hmm. what is the use of this as, you know, I'm someone who's trying, like, I, I can't, can't not drink even when I want to not drink and you're going to give me a fucking plastic coin and like clap for me <laughs> mm -hmm. or make me hug you in front of 60 people. <laughs> And uh, I think today the tragedy of that is like uh, there's so much more. But as a newcomer, I'm like, th isn't there anything more? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -mm. No, the only thing we have to offer you is a coin. Yeah. Uh, the other thing I was just thinking about, too, is like I've also heard the argument about how um, <laughs> by getting the coin you're doing a service to the newcomer, right? Cause you're somehow like, like, and obviously that's some shit that somebody with nine years came up with who wasn't feeling very important that day. And was like, <laughs> I, I am going, Somebody this is my, no one, <laughs> this is my anniversary week. I will be going to three different chip meetings a day and collecting a coin, but not because, not because of the, oh, the, the yeah, thing yeah. that I am going to get from this, not because of the, the hit that I will get for my ego. No, that's not why I'm doing this. This is for the newcomer, right? Because this way the newcomer will see that it is possible to stay recovered because they could not possibly see that from any other uh, thing than for other than wa watching me walk up and, and collect my coin and have some dick from the third row. How, how'd you do it? Yeah. 
What gets One me day about at a that? Time. What kills me about that is that like I would say eight times out of ten, when you see someone at a meeting who's like not a regular at that meeting and they show up yes. to get the chip. Yes. And then they go and you're like, oh, that guy I've who I've maybe seen one time, that guy has like 12 years or whatever. Yeah. You're like, wow. Oh, okay. Well, I guess that, oh, oh, so that's why he's here. Like, I thought he was yeah. a newcomer when he came in because I've never seen this guy. <laughs> and he goes and he gets a coin. And I would say eight times out of 10 in that scenario, there is some dick who's like, how'd you do it? And I would say... A hundred percent of those times, the guy goes either one day at a time, or I I have no idea, or I don't. I just know. went to <laughs> right, right. And it's like I'm sorry. Uh, where does the part come in where you're helping the newcomer? <laughs> Did you not hear me when I said what it was? I said what it was. I mean, I thought I was really clear. It's because they're they get to now see that it's possible. Yeah. That I'm here once I that I that I'm here once a year <laughs> to provide no service to anyone except for myself. Right. And then uh back to my sad apartment. Yep. <laughs> to now I can go resent tell my wife what a, meeting. what a bitch she is again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel like it it again, it obfuscates uh what's actually important at uh, a gathering called Alcoholics Anonymous, it seems like we should be first and foremost presenting the program Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm. I do I do love, though, that you kind of brought that up because it did make me think about the ritual of the meeting mm -hmm. and how, again, if, if all you do, if you know nothing about Alcoholics Anonymous, right. there was a point in my life where I knew nothing about Alcoholics Anonymous. Mm -hmm. And when I try to put myself back, I tried to do that this morning as I was sitting quietly and I tried to think, and I was thinking about this part of my day and I tried to put myself back into that position where I knew almost nothing about this program and about what it was about and everything else. And the reality is, is that if, and not because I'm recording this podcast with you guys today, but the reality is if I'm, if I really tap into that, I thought AA was about getting 90 days sober getting a year, getting a one year coin. You know what I mean? Like that's why would like you not said, like that's how it was presented and every meeting. And the other thing is, is like different meetings would have different rituals for the coin right. ceremony. I mean, I've been to meetings where it's like they hand out the coins for the people with less than a year at the beginning. And then they have this like whole other presentation at the <laughs> end for the people with over a year. Right. And like, I, I mean, I've been to meetings where the longest part of the actual meeting was the coin ceremony. Right. You know, providing really no intrinsic value to anyone, other, you know, other than the person handing out the coin, I guess, and the, maybe the person receiving, I don't even know. Right. But, uh, but yeah, when I think back to my own experience, like my goal was to get to the next coin. Right. Not to, not to complete a step or find a sponsor or, um, any of that. So I didn't know how I was going to do it. I, I just thought I would keep coming back to that place. And Diego, I'm interested in your survey <laughs> results. <laughs> I'm like, wait, didn't he told us a minute ago, we have to like introduce him when it's his time to so speak. That's, yeah, that's what I was doing. <laughs> just welcome him. Come on back in to the conversation, <laughs> okay. buddy. Okay. Jump in, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, AA as a recovery program, it, um, uh, 
its purpose it's to take you from from one from like point a to point b mm. from being hopeless to 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 know what being a recovered person is through a a very simple method called the 12 steps mm. and uh the the coins and other ceremonies or or other things that people in the fellowship do are not necessarily or they they are not part of this uh, of this process you know like this this process that you can follow very very easy right uh, and it's like if when I when I started to work the steps with the big book. At the same time, I started going to the gym or taking a walk, a daily walk in the woods. Okay, that's nothing wrong with it. But you're right. The thing is that not because I began practicing other good things, you know, uh, at the time, they now become part of the of the program and of the clear cut instructions that are going to help the next one. You know, right. My my main issue here is what we're presenting is not AA if what we're presenting is welcome to the sober club. Did you not have a drink today? Then you are a success. You know, yeah, exactly. We're going to clap. And I think that the danger is because, I mean, let's be real. A bunch of people who even see the title of this episode will just be <laughs> <laughs> angry about it, right? Um, Second half of the season, we're really, really trying to cut down on our <laughs> listenership. <laughs> the term clickbait comes to mind with some of these titles, but there's content here, okay? Um, so my thing is, if people come to AA meetings and what they're being presented with is a model of or plan for abstinence and that's all that they're that's all that's being emphasized then two things are happening you're simultaneously asking alcoholics to focus on the wrong thing and you're encouraging non-alcoholics to take up a chair that a real alcoholic could possibly benefit from having mm. and that to me is the problem with the emphasis on time. Um, and Diego, you, you kind of alluded to something there that I had a note that I wanted to talk about, which was, um, are, are sobriety dates important? You know, um, to me, I don't see a lot of stuff in the big book pointing to that being a super important thing, you know? The only stuff that's in the big book about that is um, when they mention things like, you know, it says like, uh, you know, this guy didn't ever drink again. And they talk about it like being this incredible miracle. And they're talking about it in context of this person went through this process and had this profound, like, all encompassing personality change and is like a different person now. And when you excavate it a little, they're talking about a dude who was sober for like two years at that time or something, you know? And they're talking about it as if this person has 
way better quality recovery than most people we hear in meetings now. Mm-hmm. And I think, why is that, right? Well, I think that it's because they're talking about somebody who is devoting, actively devoting their life to this program of action. Not somebody who was being like a, you know, PTA board booster kind of member, you know, trying to like drum up membership and, you know, just be Johnny encouragement or whatever. Um, I had, I've had so many experiences where groups will fight so hard to have an emphasis on the sobriety coin thing. Okay, I'll tell you the story real quick and I'm done. This one group was like, in their format at the beginning, this is like a five to ten minute thing of just the coins, right? And on the like script, you know, they have somebody do it. They like involve, you know, a different person, whatever. And they're like, hey, will you do the coins this week? And then, you know, it's this whole thing. They want you to read all this stuff. And it's like about why we do the coins, we're not bragging. This is just because this is what it's about, these milestones. But then it goes through every imaginable coin, right? It's like every permuta- permutation of coins, right? And then even like the, the, I don't know what they call them in Mexico. Where I'm at now, they call them desire chips. It's mm-hmm. like the 24-hour coin. They call them different things, different places. But even with that one, it would be like, when you get to that one, they're like, okay, well, does anyone have 24 hours or just the desire to not drink today? Or does anybody just want one of these for no reason? It's just like, and so it's this big, long script about the coins. And it's just like, like dwindling returns of like, why is this important at all? And there was this one time where I guess, I don't know, the home group members of this group didn't show up. And so the person who was chairing, like, pushed this box toward me and asked me if I would do that. And I was like, okay. And it got to that part of the thing. And it's like, you know, it was, I think it was like a snow day or something. It was pretty low attendance. And I'm just like, okay, yeah, hey, John Barlicorn, alcoholic. So, uh... And I looked at this long thing and I was just like, and this box of all these shimmering <laughs> trinkets, right? And I just looked around the room and there's only like 10 people in this room. And I was just like, does anybody have a an anniversary today? <laughs> like nobody said anything. And I was like, are there any newcomers who want a chip? No? Okay. And just like push the box back toward the chairperson. <laughs> and like the outrage and confusion on this person's face was just like, um, just consider that box checked off, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know that we need the ritual, you know, that you were talking right. about, right? That part of it. I'm, I'm not sure how important that is right now. Right. The Backseat Driver Podcast with Dex Farmer. 
This week on the Backseat Driver Podcast with Dex Farmer, special guest, Director of Clinical Services at Circular Changes Rehabilitation Center, Tyler Blevins, LCDC, LCSW. One form and method of uh, recovery that we implement at Circular Changes is uh, behavior modification. Oh, no, that's interesting. No, it's interesting. What, what we've noticed and what we've observed, that, that when I say we, I mean us within the uh, community, the recovery community. Yeah. Oh, no. yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what we've observed is that uh, when the monkeys are running the zoo, it you know, uh, the accountability level is just through the roof. Uh, okay. Honestly, these guys, they will just get all over each other. Oh. Uh, 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 if somebody leaves a dirty dish in the sink, you better believe that there's going to be somebody behind him to remind him that that does not equate to a person in recovery. So, and, and it's uh, 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 it's such an important. No, it's okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I'm kind kind of talking over you there. No, but, it's fine. Um, no, it's fine. Oh, okay. Well, no, well, no. I was just going to say, I, you know, this is a, recovery is a journey. You know, it's a journey. I'm I'm never I'm never done. You know, I got a letter, a lot of letters after my name. But it's not like, you know, anybody wants to hear me talk anyway. Right. Honestly, I'm just amazed that I'm here. I'm just, I am such a big fan of yours. I just don't know. I just can't contain it. Honestly, it's like, ah, slap me. <laughs> I'm on the Dex Farmer show. Well, so, uh, what brought you into the gig you're doing now? Honestly, I was, I was working in a treatment center. And I was working with all of these alcoholics and drug addicts. And I just came to the conclusion that am am I a drug addict? Am I an alcoholic? You know, I hadn't done a lot of drugs and alcohol in the past. You know, I had my time. <laughs> you know, when I was in college, I did a little dabble. But uh, honestly, I, I started working with these, these drug addicts and alcoholics. And um, I, I just, you know, I came to the conclusion. I said, you know what? You are. You are an alcoholic. You are a drug addict. Such important perspective. Take it to my recovery. Okay. Speaking of my recovery, uh, I am on a journey. This there is never. There's never a destination. The, the destination doesn't exist. And I think that the the older you get, the longer you are on that path, the more. There's no there's no end. This goes on forever. My personal journey into recovery started honestly with my my father. Yes. I uh, he was a bad drunk and uh, he used to come home and you didn't know what you were going to get. Were you going to get the angry bear? Were you going to get the the laughable lion? I just you never knew. Mm. Then I uh, I married an alcoholic and uh, you know we went to hell and back honestly mm, okay. I just oh, mm. uh, I was just at the end of my rope and one day I realized I I, I realized that I was the alcoholic uh-huh. no I, I hadn't had a drink in you know a number of years and honestly my 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 previous drinking wasn't. Uh, I didn't do a lot, uh, you know, a couple times a year, but I, I just knew, you know, I just knew that I was the alcoholic. The Backseat Driver Podcast with Dex Farmer, available wherever you get your podcasts. In Mexico, they are just called coins, 30-day coins, maybe 90-day coins. Um, I remember... One time, and this is not part of the program, but this is only my own personal experience with the fellowship. Uh, I was hosting, chairing, or I don't know what's the appropriate uh, word for it, but uh, 
I was like hosting or chairing this, <laughs> my own anniversary, you know, sobriety anniversary meeting mm -hmm. where you invite your, I mean, I thought that was part of the program also, which is, which has nothing to do with it, but um, with the recovery program, but Uh, they, are, they are called like open meetings where you can invite your family, your mm -hmm. friends, your yeah. co-workers and also other, you know, other uh, people attending that, that meeting in a particular day. And it was my three year anniversary meeting. And I was like very uh, getting all this attention. I was very happy, of course. And. You know, you invite your, your, your AA fellows to say something about a topic, maybe. And, uh, and one of them, that, that's my experience with, with sobriety coins. And one of them gave me, uh, after his speech or what he shared, uh, he gave me a, a coin. And I, I felt really, really embarrassed, you know, in front of my friends. I mean... There are a lot of things we, we, we can do a whole season about just about what I have talked in this last minute. Uh, there are a lot of things wrong <laughs> that are wrong there, okay? <laughs> but, but one specific thing is, I mean, I, I felt very uncomfortable because, listen to this, check this out. I was like, what are my, uh, my, my, my friends and my family, what, what are they going to think about me, you know, their opinion? But... Now I depend, or that we in AA depend on on a coin <laughs> or a sobriety chip to right. to 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 remain to to keep to keep sober. So that's only uh, one one part of my life re regarding sobriety coins. When you when when you told me that this was going to be the topic, first of all, I was going to like to go through all the big book searching for evidence but I, i only got to the first two or three chapters and i, I didn't see of course any reference to it and i i i, I had a reflection that uh I, i i thought that you know any any time that it, it's mentioned a lot of times in the book in the big book referring to to like to recovery plan or clear cut directions or you know pick up simple kit of spiritual tools mm -hmm. is going to neutralize or is against that um, you know tradition or thing that people uh, do in the in in in, in the in, in the fellowship so uh, i i didn't get past uh, the the first chapters Because there, there are a lot of, a, a lot of, and here, like, I, I want to read some of them. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not going to mention exactly where they are, but they're from the doctor's opinion, Bill's story, and there is a solution. You know, like, first of all, the doctor says, I personally know scores of cases uh, who were of the type with whom other methods have failed completely. You know, mm -hmm. okay, other methods, sobriety coins, recovery center, Uh, going to, to, you know, to church. Then there's other uh, other statement in the in, in the big book uh, another, uh, that is um, fraud emotional appeal seldom mm -hmm. se fraud emotional appeal seldom suffices or suffices. Mm -hmm. How how's that? 
Yeah, pronounced. Suffices. Suffices. The message which can interest and hold these alcoholic people must have depth and weight. No. Then um, suddenly finds himself easily able to control his desire for alcohol. The only effort necessary being that required to follow a few simple rules, you know. Mm -hmm. So each of these statements uh, leads, lead, lead me or led me into a completely different way than the sobriety coins, the anniversary meetings, right. the you know all the all the personal advice that doesn't mean that it's going to necessarily damage you, but mm. it's not part of the recovery of the recovery <coughs> program. Like there, here's another another part of the big book. Although he gives all that is in him, it often is not enough. One feels that some something more than than human power is needed to produce the essential psychic change. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. even if the doctor gives you his last coin and that represents sobriety for you, that that's not that, that's not enough. The doctor is 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 saying it right. And well, there, there's another part where it says he accepted the plan outline in this book, and you can read the the big book from the start to the end. And there's nothing, no, no worries. Uh, you're, you're not gonna find anything about sobriety coins, except at the at, at the stories at the end, mm -hmm. which I, I I believe the stories are not a part of the of, of the of the recovery program, right. because the the same uh, big book says that <clears throat> here in. There's a solution, it's chapter two, they, 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 they write. In the following chapter, that means chapter three, there appears an explanation of alcoholism as we understand it. Then, that would be chapter four, addresses to, uh, the, then a chapter addressed to the agnostic. Many who once were in this class are now among our members. Surprisingly enough, mm, we find such convictions no great obstacle for, uh, to a spiritual experience. Further on, Clear-cut directions are given, showing how recovered. So, I believe after chapter four, there are the clear-cut directions, mm -hmm. and they end the clear-cut directions. Uh, they, they say these are followed by 42 personal experiences. So, the, uh, and and it, it explains that the, the 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 personal experiences. It explains how each individual relates to his uh, spiritual experience or had a psychic change. Mm -hmm. But here the big book is telling me that the stories at the end uh, are not part of the of, of the recovery program right. because there is there's a story um, in, in page 405, it's called A Drunk Like You, where I, I'm not going to read, of course, the story, but it's Thank like you. this guy, <laughs> this guy <laughs> was, um, was on a business trip and when when he boarded the plane, uh, he, he he already was in the fellowship, and he asked the the, the stewardess for a for for for, uh, for for some alcoholic drink, and he he remembered that that he couldn't drink, but doesn't matter. He he still had four or five drinks, and then he was trying to reach something out of his uh, pocket in his pants. And he found this uh, this uh, large coin, 
I took it out to see what it was. I'm reading now. It was my 90-day <laughs> pocket piece. So 90-day pocket piece. So here's one new term you can use for sobriety coins. You know, <laughs> a, a, a pocket piece, like if it was a gun or a pistol, I don't know. So this guy, and and, and I, I, I respect the 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 what whatever your individual uh, experiences and how you relate to what you think is a is is a, a a spiritual experience but this guy long story short is the, uh, he 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 keeps telling that this chip or this coin reminded him what his friends in AA said to him and he lost the desire to 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 drink from that moment on, and it has been 15 and a half years, and so on. So you know, so okay, if that's what you relate to a spiritual experience, that's fine. But uh, the, the the problem with with these kind of stories, personal stories, is that this is not a a, a, repl- a, a, a a method finding you know, yourself drinking again mm. and searching for something in your pocket, and then uh, surprisingly finding a, 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 a cheap or a sobriety coin, and then uh, lose the desire to to drink. That that is not like a, a, a method that you can follow or copy, right? Right. Mm. So that's why my personal experience. Uh, John's personal experience, Fred, Fred, Fred personal experience, they are not part of the of, of the of the recovery program, you know. And uh, the the thing that, that I mean, the, the process that can be replied, copied, or followed is only the the twelve steps. And for now, that's all I have to say. Right. Yeah. So there's a set of directions that's reproducible. By just following the directions, and they they allude to it in a few different ways, but <clears throat> I think my most favorite description of it is that it just it is an effective way to reproduce a spiritual experience, you know. And what you just described is a magic trick. Like I, I'm I'm not sure how how you well, would you know right? But it's a it's a so there was something repeatable in the magic trick, right? It was that there were recovered members of Alcoholics Anonymous who presented with him to him, the solution and the problem. And it wasn't the coin that did anything, right? It was the, it was the effort of the people who put themselves second and put him first and took time out of their day to talk to him over those 90 days that he had been attempting to do whatever he was doing. Right. It was like, that's the magic trick, right? It's like, it's the, it's exactly, it's, it's exactly what it says in working with others. It's somebody (laughs) sat down with him and did that. And he was able to call that back and that was what was that was what was doing it, you know. And um, as as uh, as Diego was talking, and that was super enjoyable to listen to. <laughs> I was like, I was uh, just uh, it was really it was just really really enjoyable to listen to. But as you were talking, I was um, I was thinking about um, well, so like my my opinions on this subject are pretty widely known. Like I've been pretty public with how I feel about counting days and and everything else. But 
the topic that uh, I, so I went back and I just, cause I, I have the worst memory. And so I went back and so I reread the topic from uh, John's text to me, you know, so it's like sobriety coins aren't helping anyone. And so I would like the contrarian in me is like, well, actually there's probably some non-alcoholics who've shown up and it probably has helped them, you know, you know, like there's probably right. some, some not uh, some, some hard drinkers that have come in and, and just simply by putting that coin in their pocket, like they've somehow been able to, you know, just not drink anymore. So, um, but, uh, I think what Diego was, was getting to and, and said so beautifully was like, if you're a real alcoholic, you know, there's obviously we've said it, like there's no depth and weight, um, you know, to, uh, to a coin. Um, and I also want to point out that, uh, I don't think anyone here is saying that like anyone who counts time, anyone who marks time of sobriety is somehow doing something wrong. Like there are people in my life who I share congratulatory messages with and phone calls with when they reach milestones in sobriety. Um, these people are on the path that I'm on and, um, and, and, you know, my wife, uh, talks, you know, outside of Alcoholics Anonymous talks about in our life, there are mile markers, you know, and, and, and you kind of, and, and I think, uh, that's how I look at, you know, like when I, when I get to, uh, uh, an annual anniversary of my sobriety. It is a time of, for me to reflect upon where I was on that day that many years ago and what God has done for me in the intervening years. It is a time for me to, to and I do that on a regular basis, but that is a specific time where I can sit back and clearly remember uh, that day. Like, holy shit. Like, oh my God. And as the day approaches, it's like, man, this many years ago, I was still a homeless piece of shit. Like that's, and it like just blows my mind. Right. And so when I have friends, um, who have, uh, and so what I'm, what I'm saying is I don't think we're saying that like by somebody counting time. Right. But like what Diego was saying is, is that like, and I have a good friend of mine who tells a story about how there was, um, there was a person and they were celebrating an annual anniversary and, um, they were at a meeting or somewhere and they were on a phone list of people and there was a for 12 step calls and they called this person and they said uh, hey we have a person you're next on the list and we have a person and they need a 12 step call would you be available and they said i'm not available today's my <laughs> today's my anniversary yeah <laughs> i have to i have a party planned i'm going to a meeting and we have dinner no, I can't, I can't do that. Right. And, and, um, and so I think that's the, that's the, the difference, right. Is, um, you know, uh, is, is the, is it a mile marker, a time where I can, can celebrate with, uh, you know, with my, with God and, and, and the things that, that God has accomplished in my life and, and, and use it as a time of thanks and, and praise, you know, or is it, a, or is it a time where I can kind of, <laughs> you know, like pat myself on the back or, or round up some people who I know will pat me on the back. Right. And, um, and, uh, and, you know, again, well, Diego, you made me think like that there might be this might be the first episode somebody's ever listened to. So I would be, I would feel remiss if I didn't at least mention the fact that, right. you know, all we're talking about here is the fact that at some point, um, somebody read, um, what we really have is a daily reprieve contingent upon the maintenance of our spiritual condition. Um, every day is a day we must carry the vision of God's will into all of our activities. How can I best serve thee? Thy will not mine be done. And they cleverly thought it would be cool to just be like, yeah, it's like one day at a time, you know? <laughs> it's just like one day at a time, man. You know, and like, 
I don't think that person probably did that maliciously or like with intent to harm, you know, I just think it was, it was just taken out over years and years and, um, and we've just lost the true meaning of it, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the, the, the true meaning of, of Alcoholics Anonymous is, has nothing to do with the length of your sobriety. It only has to do with the depth of the relationship you have built with God. Right. Right. And that is the thing that is going to protect you from picking up a drink on an airplane, even if you don't want to pick up the drink. Right. It's not going to be because you've somehow stacked X amount of years between yourself and the drink or days or months or whatever it is. You know, Um, there is no amount of time that will prevent you from being an alcoholic as displayed by carpet slippers. Um, Right. You know, and, uh, you know, um, it's, it's, uh, like inherently not a bad practice handing somebody a coin for 30 days. And there's nothing wrong with it. As Diego was saying, right. There's only something wrong with it. If we, if we completely uh, lose the meaning of alcoholics anonymous and replace it with this new tradition. Right. It's the same thing as 90 meetings in 90 days. Cause it's like, if I'm, if, if the piece of advice that I'm giving a new person is to go to 90 meetings and then that's, where the advice stops or maybe it goes a little <laughs> further and it's like, yeah. Cause you know, you'll hear a bunch of different types of people, you know, I'm still about, not telling them what AA actually is. You know, how about what I heard, which was, um, there are seven rules. I'm not going to remember all of them. <laughs> there are seven rules, which are <laughs> go to a meeting every day, sit as close to the secretary as you can oh, yeah. share at every meeting. Like the um, last one's like, read the book. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, it's, I don't remember what they were They I'd had them for so long, you know, and I'm sure sick number six was collect a sobriety coin right. <laughs> as often as humanly possible. You know, um, I, I will say, say, I think, go ahead. NA has done a better job <laughs> with the keychains. So moving on, I want to say one thing about the stories in the back of the book. Um, I, I mean, obviously they're not part of the recovery portion of the book but my main issue with those stories is i don't know if they're like okay first of all the the titles of those stories it's all like (laughs) chapters from like a judy bloom book or like some like a like fucking huckleberry finn or something like our southern friend the keys to the kingdom <laughs> it's just like what the fuck is this jesus and ramona walk the cat you know it's just like what the fuck is this um but i think you know it's like and, and just, there's a level of corniness um but i i think that what's what's tragic about like particularly the the early AA member stories is how when you're, when you're reading it with somebody who doesn't know more about the program than just reading the book as if it's just like any book, you know, and they don't know that it's an instruction manual. They just know like your seven rules thing. Like one of those rules is read the book, you know? And then like, I mean, how many times have, have, just the three of us between the three of us. How many times have you like talked to some newcomer and they're like, yeah, I've been reading the book. You know, I'll read like three pages a night before I go to bed from, you know, from some of the stories. I really like the stories. You know, you're just like, what the, like, you're just, and you have to remember, you have to reset your brain every time you meet a new person. Like, Oh yeah. People are like not explaining what this book is to you. Like, yeah, right. You know? And so when you, when you read some of those stories, it's like, 
it just becomes a story about, well, you know, when stuff's bad, I go and I do the dishes. And then stuff <laughs> is not so bad anymore. And then it's like, yeah, but you're missing the part where like the guy did the steps and had a psychic change and did, <laughs> did the dishes a bunch, and, you know, during a 10 step. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, you're missing a big chunk here. Uh, he didn't just like distract himself with the dishes and now he doesn't want to drink anymore. And right. I think that the whole, you know, my sarcastic magic trick comment was about, you know, like, um, having the desire to drink removed permanently for 15 years is a magic trick if the only right. work you do is accidentally grab a coin out of your pocket in right. the middle of your fifth or sixth drink. If that's the work right. that you have done, that is magic. That's not recovery. So, and and that could be God. I'm not going to say God can't strike you sober, but what I can unequivocally, without argument, say that is not recovery through the 12 steps of Alcoholics Anonymous because you're not yes. talking about any of the directions of the 12 steps. Now, I have not read that weird sounding story, so I don't know if like the dishwashing guy, if that's a similar thing where he talks about having done the steps or what. Um, but I know in some of those stories, it's totally glossed over where it's like they just mention one like kind of flashpoint mm -hmm. of their spiritual experience and they kind of avoid talking about actual step work. And to me, that's what's always valuable is like it's left out. Oh yeah, I did this stuff <laughs> that's in this book. But I think a lot of it, like in the chapters to wives, to employers, the family afterward, a lot of it, like you're to this point in the book, we're assuming that you've done this stuff. If you're going mm. to be now, you know, investigating how can I show up better with my family, you know, and so I think the presumption with a lot of those stories is, okay, these people did this work. But when you read it as a standalone piece of, you know, I, I hesitate to say literature, but you read it as a standalone short story, you're like, ah, this guy did the fucking dishes. Cool. I'll just distract myself with dishes, right? You know, I'll take out the garbage. Wait. Is there actually a story where the yes. guy just did the dishes? Yes. Oh, okay. I was like, I thought you were just joking <laughs> no, around about real. that. I thought so. No, it's real. But it, I, I love that because it's like, um, I mean, like, uh, and I think Diego might have even kind of mentioned this a little bit, but, you know, how often is uh, working out somehow mixed in with recovery, right? right. It's like, um, and, and here's what I will give credit to is I know a lot of people in recovery who are, who are actual recovered alcoholics who um are you know avid yeah workout people like they like to work out but the thing they would say those those people the thing they would say is is that like um you know they they no longer drink or use drugs and god has given them this incredible life and and in a way god's freed them up to have the time to be able to go you know do this passion that they have now for for working out but they would never credit the working out for their sobriety. It's more like they got sobriety and then the working out is like a, a thing that they get to do now. But I think the, the point you're making is like, there are a lot of people who go to meetings and they just, and they just to start with, yeah, I've got four years sober and you know, like uh, super passionate about working out. And so if I'm <laughs> 10 days sober, what did I just hear? Right. That guy got exactly. four years just by running and doing some CrossFit. That's all right. That sounds pretty interesting. Let me let me explore this option. <laughs> I I think that the word "end" is is very dangerous. It's taking off value of of 
of your like of our 12 step experience i i work my steps you know from 1 to 12 and right making you know right. making uh like different things like not not taking the same uh the, the same routine uh, the same route or the same way to <laughs> to work or and my gym and my daily right. you know uh, mass and I mean, you guys have a all, all kind of audience here, and you have also, you know, like ninety niners and ninety ers and uh, meeting makers and AA history lovers. So we have to give something to them. And I'm going to talk about origin. You know, the word origin means shit here. I mean, uh, regarding the, the 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 recovery program, because. Not because, uh, because, not because, okay. <clears throat> the thing is, uh, just because one personal or grouply practice has an origin in something that Bill liked to do in, with his wife or Sister Ignatia, because we have to mention Sister, Sister <laughs> Ignatia here with the coins, mm -hmm. Or the Oxford groups used to you, you, used to apply in their own lives, mm -hmm. just because you kind of you, you you can explain to someone else the origin of, of of some personal advice, like get on your knees every day. Mm, it doesn't say that, you know. Mm -hmm. No, since the beginning, since day one, get in your knees. Why? Where 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 where's that where, where's that that clear cut direction? No, no, because when Bill had his own person oh, no, no. that's a different thing so just right. because things have an origin and i can tell mm -hmm. you the origin of something it doesn't make it the rule or like in this case a part of the program or the, of right. the clear clear cut directions i think i'm off season here because you already had a season called uh, something <laughs> about clear cut directions but it's okay uh, like aa history is, is okay not nothing wrong with with it but a program is not about history. So if Sister Ignatia gave people who was getting out of the hospital after three or five days, gave, gave, gave them a coin with the image of a saint and told them, please, if you have the desire to drink, take a look at this. Or I don't know what, what, what she told them. Mm -hmm. But okay, that's an origin. But it doesn't mean that we have to to do it again or like yeah you have to get on your knees because on seventh step uh when when they were writing the big book bill wanted to the, the statement to go like uh on your knees ask your uh, ask god to remove your character defects well yeah but the other 99 people <laughs> didn't let him do that or or, right. or 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 put it like that in the in the big book so I'm sorry, but it's not a part of the clear-cut directions, you know? Right. And then the words end and origin are very, very dangerous here. Mm. Yeah. I Just a note real quick on the original manuscript stuff. I love the original manuscript. Um, there's stuff in there I prefer. There's stuff in there where I'm like, oh, that seems like it could probably alienate some people who would otherwise be open to this thing. Mm -hmm. um, there's stuff that makes sense that they changed and there's stuff to me where I'm like, man, I wish they didn't change that. Um, 
but what I f- do find funny is that a lot of big book people really like to uh, kind of pick and choose, <laughs> which you know what I mean. It's like they're yep. like, well, that's not in the book, and then they'll, and then you'll say like, oh, well, here's the direction. They'll be like. Well, in the original manuscript, and I'm just like, okay, so that's not the book, though, right? You know, or I thought we were talking about what's in the book. Um, I'm really glad that you mentioned AA history and that being like a whole kind of like there are dudes with really expensive things in their home in a China cabinet that's like AA stuff, right? You know? I used uh, like to if own... history was like, like like if history related things were sacred, right? Exactly. Like I used to own a second edition book, and it was like I was like, "This is a prized possession." And then I was like, uh, very much drunk for a good while, and like <laughs> sold it. Right. So um, the reason that I I I'm glad that you mentioned that though is not to kind of get off in left field shitting on AA history buffs, which is just, you know, it's pointless. Um, I think that... Too easy. And, and yeah. below you, honestly. <laughs> I think if you're interested in AA history, that's awesome. Where it goes wrong, in my view, is one of the things I had thought about with this topic, which is hand-in-hand hand with the sobriety date thing. Um I don't know if it was you, Fred, or if it was Roland, um, or in one of our group threads, but somebody sent a screenshot from this like AA history Facebook group, and was it you? Maybe D? Yeah, maybe it was you. Okay, sorry, Diego, not D. We we don't want we don't. <laughs> we don't Cut want that out. You don't want to piece me off. <laughs> So, it, I, I, it might have been you. Um, I think it was, now that I think about it, yeah. Um, and the screenshot was basically, you know, people will go onto these groups and, like, post about their sobriety date and their duration of sobriety and stuff, as if it has anything to do with them, like, being qualified to tell anyone about anything other than just, like, mm-hmm. not consuming alcohol i don't know it's like oh well i'm uh lance corporal of the sobriety people you know it's just like i, I i'm staff sergeant now because i have whatever mm-hmm. um and it's a similar thing that i see on reddit or other aa in quotes aa forums on the internet where anything that is deemed outside the purview of just discussing duration of sobriety anything that's talking about quality of recovery is attacked you're 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 attacked for shaming people you're attacked for like instigating or for picking fights um by people who will then comment that they have you know if if the og had 23 years they have 43 years you know what i mean it's mm-hmm. like oh well now i know better than you right um and my my whole response is always just like I you know I I don't care if your name's Bill Wilson like you're not the you know about 100 people who wrote this book of directions this isn't it's not up for debate it's in black and white we know what 100% of the directions are and we know that it's an effective way to produce a substantive a substantive experience 
that can conquer alcoholism. Now, the modern day reality is that I can go on r slash Alcoholics Anonymous on the internet and somebody any day of the week will post, I've got 31 years today. And every comment will be like, awesome. Yeah. Cool. You're a miracle. Yeah, exactly. Go you. Um, and then someone will chime in me and be like, I haven't done this in years, but I used to do this. Um, I'd be like, Hey, terrific. I would love to hear about what your current experience with steps 10, 11 and 12 look like. How many people are you sponsoring at 31 years? Like what's your daily prayer meditation life look like? You know, what's your current, you know, personal inventory process look like? That's because how interesting is that to hear from someone mm -hmm. with three decades experience right. with that? And every single time the response will be like, well, you just need to take your own inventory. I'm working my program to the best of my ability. Mm -hmm. And and it's 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 very obvious that these people are in fellowship AA and not actual AA, you know. The only mode of recovery there is just don't drink and go to meetings, you know. Right. And, and what and, I like I to do just 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 asking you what is your experience with this program that you are posting as being a part of right. is insulting. Just asking what you know, it's like, and 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 I and then I get, and it's not just me, but whoever asks that gets shot down, whether it's in an AA history page or right. whatever, you get shot down as if you're trying to stir up trouble. When really, I'm trying to talk about Alcoholics Anonymous. <laughs> Right. Something that might be useful to the newcomer. Right. Meanwhile, I come in behind you uh, and, and comment, uh, does that include weekends and holidays too? <laughs> <laughs> Elbowing people in the ribs. Huh? Huh? It's a classic AA joke. Classic uncle. AA uncle joke. Yeah. Um, the only other thing that I really want to cover with this, Fred, you kind of touched on it. Me and uh, Senator Ted C. give each other sobriety coins every year, you know, mm. not on our sobriety dates on 4th of July because we're real Americans. No, we, we give each other on right. sobriety. Um, and well, you're I, real Americans because you got sober on the 4th of July. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> no, I just, I just want to mention that because, um, yeah, I'm not like fuck sobriety coins, you know? Uh, the whole point of the idea of the episode is, is this as important as it's presented at most meetings, you know? And if it is important, how is it helping people? Mm -hmm. I would venture to say, because I've, I've asked this question before to people who think it's important, I would venture to say that the way in which it's helping people is that it gives them hope it gives them something to focus on and it gives them some sense of achievement three things that can be found within an hour of talking to a recovered alcoholic about the actual program mm. i agree with john but i'm also not like fuck sobriety coins right but i'm all about 
fuck mixing things, you know? Yeah. Fuck mixing my own personal and your own personal practices that make you feel healthy or, or a better person. I, I'm all about fuck mixing that with the with, with the actual recovery program because that um, I think that can kill <laughs> at the end of the road right. uh, some alcoholics or deny them the the, 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 the the a good chance of knowing what this is all about. I agree with you, and I think that the most obvious example of that f- for me is religion. Because I think that there's, there's, there are very, let's just say this. I don't think that there are any meetings that you could go to where the religion that you would like to speak about at the meeting is not practiced by most of the people at the meeting and not mm. get shut down. Right. So like we live in a country where, you know, like Christianity is, you know, the biggest religion, right. Most widely practiced. And in this country, in, in most meetings, you know, a good portion, at least, of people are going to be some flavor of Christianity, right? And so people are less prone to shut people down when they hear religious stuff if it's Christian. But if you were to go into the same meeting and start talking about really overtly Muslim things, you would probably get shut down. And I, and I think that the reason that religion is so clear and so divisive is because it is such a personal, profound, like deep connection kind of thing. But I don't think it's any different than going to a meeting and like going to an AA meeting and talking top to bottom about like shooting crack in your neck and like talking about being raped for six minutes you know, with no context to alcoholism or talking about, you know, you know, overeating and that being, that being your problem. I think that it, it, it's the same thing as what we're talking about with the sobriety coins. You're, you're mixing in some other thing that might've been part of your recovery and, and it, and it doesn't have anything to do with Alcoholics Anonymous. It's not the same thing, you know, but there are these other things like meeting attendance and sobriety coins that we as a fellowship have been led to believe that it's okay to mix in and that, mm-hmm. and that it's okay if some of the focus goes there, you know, let alone, you know. Yeah, it's like uh, we, we, we have a, a friend in common uh, who was invited the other day to your, your podcast, but I don't remember his, his name, you know, he used for the podcast. But uh, we, we were talking once about, like, I mentioned something that, uh, like the generosity of the program. And what I, what I, what I meant there and is that uh, the program is so generous because it works even, uh, even though we, we, we can make, uh, we, we, uh, we mixed it. We have mixed it with, with a lot of uh, non-program non practices. Mm-hmm. It's like you have this recipe, AA, the 12 steps, is like this recipe to, to bake a cake, right? A chocolate cake. And beside, above all the ingredients, you mixed a lot of 100 ingredients that are not included in the, in, uh, at the recipe. Mm-hmm. But at the end, when you take it out of the oven, 
it is still a a a, a chocolate cake, right? Mm -hmm. So the generosity of the program is for me that even even though you 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 don't make it like uh, very you know no, nobody probably practices it very uh, stick. I mean they don't maybe stick very strictly to the to, to, to every single instruction because sometimes you can get distracted or you can even confuse when you read some line thinking it means something else which when you read it again it's going to be all clear cleared out but mm -hmm. even though you you, you 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 don't like apply a perfect practice of the of the program of the, of the 12 steps the, the you know the first the, the when you when you are getting into them uh The, the the solution is uh, you receive the solution at the end, right? Right. I mean, did this sound confusing, or did I explain myself? The only the only thing I would clarify for you is that um, AA's recipe is for a vanilla cake. <laughs> so, well, other the, than that, spot on. Yeah, the thing is when because I think the beauty of the twelve steps of the directions is that it isn't confining you to one type of spiritual experience. It isn't saying that you have to have this result when you come out the other side. What it's saying is it's a set of directions that if followed will effectively reproduce a spiritual experience. And that's really all it's saying. It's not saying yep. exactly. it'll be this thing. It'll be that thing. And I think that's why it, it has that generosity, that breath to it, because you can, be doing other stuff, right? Mm -hmm. The trouble comes when you then turn around and tell people that that other stuff yes. is, is yes. how you recover in AA. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I mean, we talk about this all the time. I think my favorite thing that Diego, that you've mentioned it a few times is kind of like the difference between, um, the directions and the personal experience you know, right. like, and I, I've, I've never heard anybody say it exactly that way. I thought it was really, really brilliant, but, um, you know, exactly what John's talking about, right? Like, so I went with a guy who's been around for a little bit. I don't sponsor him. I just know him and, and, you know, he's recently out of a treatment center, but is very active in, in step work and, and, um, you know, had, uh, still, still living in sober living and doesn't have a vehicle. So I've been, you know, taking him to a few treatment centers with me when I go or whatever. And, um, you know, uh, he is not somebody who on, who on his third or 10th day of sobriety, I would have been talking to about, you know, spiritual books outside of Alcoholics Anonymous because it would be worthless, right? It would be, it wouldn't be, wouldn't mean anything to him. But today this guy has a, he has an active, um, relationship with a God of his understanding and he, he cultivates it on a daily basis through 10, 11 and 12. And, um, and so recently I've, uh, I've, you know, sent him a few, uh, of my favorite books that expanded my spiritual practice that brought me to a deeper understanding of relationship with God. Um, and now we've, we've continued our relationship and our conversation talking about those things, you know, that are technically outside of Alcoholics Anonymous. But once you've taken the framework of AA to build that foundational relationship with God, you can step out a little bit. Um, now, always though, and this is what John and I talk about this all the time. And I think this is, was what our goal was with the last season, which is that never in place of yeah. always on Sorry. top of, right? So, so I can't now just wake up and, and skip 11 
because I read some spiritual book yesterday and now I'm like doing it. You know what I mean? Right. 11 is still the practice, but yeah. some things that I learned from these books, some things that I've picked up, maybe get mixed in or a prayer that I learned, a new prayer that I've learned maybe gets added on because that says right in the book that if, if I want to close my 11 step routine with a, you know, certain set prayer or whatever, that's really, I'm open. That's open to my discretion. If I, one of the most beautiful things I've ever done, um, and, and do occasionally is, uh, invite my wife into the 11 step meditation. It is like when we have a difficult decision, sometimes we will sit quietly together in the morning, um, and see if uh, an inspiration doesn't hit one of us together. It's, it's actually one of the most impactful things I've ever done. Um, but that's gotta be the baseline. Then shit can get added on top. Right. right? So, um, like we, yeah, we I all don't. have a foundational experience, right? Right. So right. like, you know, when, when I start going to the gym and I hit the elliptical and it's been eight months since I've ridden my bike or gone to the gym, Right. I, I'm five minutes into the elliptical and I am in pain and I am exhausted, right? Right. Eventually, with practice, I'm cranking out half hours on the elliptical and yep. I love it, right? And so I'm an elliptical dude now, right? And I love the elliptical and I get a lot out of it. And I feel, you know, cardiovascular strength increasing, respiratory clearer, feel healthier. I sleep better, but I don't just stop walking. I don't just right. never walk again. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like there's still a foundational right. experience. The way right. I live my life is 10, 11, and 12. <clears throat> Every day there's this 11 step framework and other stuff will be added in and then kind of go away. And then other things will be added in and then stick. And then I get deeper with them and I work on them, but I don't abandon my baseline practice, you know? Right. And I think a lot of the trinkets and types of meetings and a lot of the other pathos of meeting makerdom uh, ends up obfuscating that baseline work. And I think that that's yep. the crime that we do against the newcomer who walks in and is presented with like the, you know, day one Girl Scouts, like you know, summer camp package. Well, here you go. Here's some pamphlets and here's a trinket. And, you know, here's your schedule of events, you know, meet us, meet us for copious amounts of caffeinated beverages after the meeting. You know, it's just like, okay. <laughs> anyway, so we've already done 12 questions with you, Diego. Um, but I think we each have a special question that we want to ask just to cap off the episode. Okay. If you're game. I'm game. All right. So you first or me first? Go ahead. Okay. Uh, mine's not particularly incredible, but would you, in 12 words or less, <laughs> describe your experience with Zoom? <laughs> Zoom gave me the opportunity to... Feel less islanded. Awesome. Regarding AA, that's 11. <laughs> that's nice. Ah, great. I just realized this is going to, this is going to make me seem really dumb, but if, if the previous hour and 20 minutes didn't, <laughs> this will. Um, so you asked that question once before and it just dawned on me when he went, Oh, that was 11. 
I was like, oh, he asked it 12 words or less because 12 steps. <laughs> we, we, we do a, a creepy 12 thing here. You haven't noticed that? Yeah, I just like, I know that. But for some reason, I didn't connect the dots. <laughs> yeah, so. that's why there's 18 episodes in season three. I'm going to start sounding like these QAnon idiots. So three, 18, and then... You know. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm with you. So what's going to happen in Ukraine is... Um, just kidding. So Ronald no, Reagan Jr. <laughs> you thought he died in a plane crash, but he didn't. Is Aunt Margaret okay? <laughs> now I want to ask him about Mexican conspiracy theories, but um, it's now it's freaking me out too because now I just looked at my all right. Book fuck Mary, like, kill El Cucuy. <laughs> Um, no. Chupacabra. Chupacabra. Chupacabras. I'm just naming. I'm just naming the three things I know in Spanish. Tapatio. <laughs> God. Um, Canceled. Okay. okay. You, you can ask me also about American pop TV or music culture, and maybe you'll be surprised of my knowledge of. American culture, <laughs> right? Instead of instead of you trying to figure out Mexican <laughs> So, are you watching the new season of Love Is Blind? <laughs> no, I don't follow that. I, I, I don't know what Love Is Love Is Blind. Well, do you have Netflix? Because you're gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, well, I'm more like a Seinfeld kind of guy. Oh. Nice. <laughs> that's what I meant with, with with you know my knowledge of of American. That's why. What I, is your uh? Well, TV. What, what's your favorite Seinfeld episode? Episode this uh, Master of the Domain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I recently watched the um the Froyo episode the other day, and that one is just that one's really good too. Yeah. Or the top of the muffin too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so shoot, Fred. Okay, okay. Uh, Diego, is AA completely fucked? <laughs> is AA completely fucked? I'm going to say yes, because, uh, I mean, AA, the program is not completely fucked because it is what it is, you know, it's right. written in <laughs> in a book. But uh, AA, like the, the fellowship, I think it is it, it is completely fucked. Um, regarding that, that we all we, we, we all uh, you know mix our own point of view with the actual program recovery program, mm-hmm. and that, that that is what makes it totally t- totally fucked. Mm. Right. Nice. But All right. that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that I'm like in a better place or I haven't been part of. Right. No, I, I just uh, I, I I have a like this desire of 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 helping others. You know, with what it, I know it works, and when I say with I know it works, I mean the twelve steps, and not to put any of my own knowledge. Right. Awesome. Thanks, Diego. On that, uh, <laughs> thanks again for the invitation. <laughs> On that note, yeah, thank you for joining us again, man. It's great. I, I appreciate everything you brought to this. It was great. You obviously 
Sounds like you put a lot more research and effort into this than either Fred or I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, you know, the, the general, we, we didn't talk about it and it's okay, but the general, like, opinion about this survey is like, uh, it's a motivation thing, you know, mm-hmm. even though they, they, they feel it's not important, but it's a right. motivation thing and AA is not about receiving trophies. Mm. Uh, one of them said that, like, it gives you, like, this sense of belonging and motivation, uh, something to remind you to to make a phone call to your fellows or your sponsor. Mm-hmm. That's, that's uh, one way of looking at it. Other guy told me it's BS, a false medal of a false competition. <laughs> 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 he says, like, alcoholics do not need recognition or neither to receive applause. The only grace needed is sobriety through 12 steps and help out. So, but generally speaking, uh, there's a lot of like 12 step work, but they appreciate it like on a, on on a, on a personal basis, even though I, I, most of the answers were not like I would, would have liked to, Mm -hmm. to be like, fuck that, you know, (laughs) they were like, oh yeah, it's a good thing too. But I, I, I had to be like very respectful here <laughs> because right. I was asking for their opinion. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But so do you mean to cut this part out? <laughs> no, no, no. no. Okay. I, I asked them also for the permission okay, to okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were about to be like, Well, I ha- I had to be respectful here, but that's all bullshit. Okay. <laughs> 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 no, the, the thing is that I, I try not to bias the the answers. Right. You know, just right. ask the answer and do do not come uh, reply or come back. Yeah, see, that's one thing that's missing in in online interactions is that I can't. You're not there in front of someone right. <laughs> presenting something, and it's like whatever bias, <laughs> like, is just implicit in someone mm-hmm. being like confronted with something they're not doing they just react with that you know so i think you know when 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 i talk about reddit or facebook or these you know communities you know instagram whatever i'm aware of that i'm aware that there's there's a certain percentage of artifice where it's like these people are going to react out of years of like not having done something and kind of being having having their somebody thumb their nose at them when yeah. you ask them like cool 16 years how many people are you sponsoring you know i'd love to hear about this this might inspire someone to do this work and then they're like people like you gatekeeping sobriety and it's just like okay not not at all what i was trying to you're in an aa forum and i was asking about aa <laughs> never mind <laughs> yeah, you're asking about the wrong part of AA, you yeah. jerk. <laughs> and well, you know, like maybe completing the uh, Fred's question uh, that if AA is 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 totally like fucked, um, I can I can tell that by going to meetings that there's whole thing of you know uh, of of advice that. Is not has nothing to do with the with the twelve steps, right. and that doesn't mean that I'm gonna play along. But, it, but uh, I mean, I won't play along. Mm-hmm. 
but it also doesn't mean that I have to to um, I mean I won't play along but I won't repeat things that don't come in the in, in the in the big book you know mm-hmm. and um, but I'm also not gonna fight everyone mm-hmm. who thinks in in, in uh, different than me than myself sure because that doesn't help also uh, uh, no one like the other day I was in in, in Clay's uh, listening to Clay's episode and like giving unsolicited advice at a meeting is also playing God, you know? So right. like the, 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 the title of the episode was like uh, playing God at meetings or, or something. Mm-hmm. And so it's very tricky, but I, 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 or maybe it's difficult not to, you know, to step in, but I have, um, I, I don't, I, I'm not like AA police and sure. it's not like I am going to stop helping others, but eventually this thing is in order for me to have a better relationship, you know, with, 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 with God and be like more helpful and be a better person with my family and in all my affairs. And, and also like, you know, to, 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 have the desire of helping helping others but uh doesn't say also anything about controlling what other people say about the fellowship you know mm-hmm. it doesn't give me the permission to do that and i think i mean here we are in a scenario in a place where sarcasm is the one one of the of, of, of like of, of the I mean it's not the topic but it's it's one of the like what makes this podcast unique mm-hmm. but this is not a meeting this is we're right. talking about a program and right. we're doing it on our own time and we are able <laughs> to say whatever the fuck we want mm-hmm. <laughs> you know but like when there's other people involved like in a meeting I'm not like no, nobody gave me this you know the, this title in order to control what others have to say, even sure. though I don't have to like, I, I don't like it and I don't have to like it. And I, I don't have to agree with it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you're right. Ultimately we can say whatever the fuck we want. Um, and with that in mind, damn shit piss. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't had a good old damn shit piss in a while. <laughs> Diego, this was awesome, man. Thank you so Thank much, you. dude. Look forward to doing it again sometime soon and uh, keep sending me horrifying screenshots from of course. <laughs> bizarre recovery <laughs> accounts all over the internet. That <laughs> always stimulates a lively conversation. <laughs> of course. Will do. Awesome. Y'all have a great weekend. Good to see you guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you very much. Have a nice day. All see right. ya. See ya. A podcast greater than yourself was created by recovered alcoholics. All involved in the creation of this podcast are active members of Alcoholics Anonymous who wish to carry the message of our own recovery to those who still suffer. We do not claim to represent Alcoholics Anonymous. All comments are from our own experiences as alcoholics who have recovered by following the directions for the 12 steps found in the book Alcoholics Anonymous. Thanks for listening.